0: Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Good evening, Um, I'm Scott Laird, played for Preston North End from 2012-2015, to three magical years. Um, I'm now player assistant manager at Western Supermare in the Southern Prem and also head coach at a local school called Millfield. So... um, Loving my time after coming out of the professional game but excited to have a quick chat with you now.
1: Brilliant. Thank you very much. Um, Yeah, this is a new one for me re-recording um but much appreciated uh, appreciate it. it's a bit last minute but yeah big big thank you um we'll start then uh, how did your life in football start were you always a football fan was it sort of like family kind of thing or
0: uh it was yeah i'm the eldest of um four boys uh and a, and a girl so um I, when I first started, obviously, I didn't really have any siblings because they were all too young to probably kick a football around. So I used to play with my mates um, and I've I just always loved it. My, my whole family, um, my dad's side, were football mad, um, all Scottish, supported Rangers, um, hotheads being Scottish and stuff like that. So <laughs> I was brought up and, and brainwashed to be a Rangers fan um scotland fan and they just they just um taught me football i love playing football from the earliest memory i just love playing football yeah and i think it just went from there my dad was um a coach manager in this area where i grew up in the southwest did really well in this area um won all the the honors he could win it at the levels he could around the area so um he, he got me into some opened some good doors for me yeah, and I ended up at Plymouth at about eight or nine years old at one of the satellite centres around the country, around the southwest, sorry I had to say, and then um, progressed from there to the centre of excellence, the main centre down in Plymouth, and um, got myself an apprenticeship.
1: Were you were you always a fullback, or did you start a bit more attacking, or no, I was a
0: centre half. All oh, right. Um, yeah, I was I was horrible. Um, probably but just before I came to Preston, I wasn't. I probably calmed down a little bit. But um, my Stevenage days, my my Plymouth days, my younger, eight, I was a centre half and I was horrible. Like, loveliest bloke off the pitch, but for ninety minutes, as soon as I went over that white line, I would literally kick my granny. I was um, wind up merchant. If there was a fight going on down in the bottom corner, eighty yards away, i will sprint over and pinching people and grabbing people and saying things and. But that that that's what um that's what got me going. That's what like fired me along. That's what um like really got the best out of me in games was being yeah. just a pain in the ass. <laughs> so um I was always the defensive was...
1: equivalent of Joe Garner then.
0: Yeah, exactly that. And I remember playing Joe Garner when we were under 16s. He played for England. I played for Scotland. Right. Yeah. yeah. And that game we spoke about it. when I when I finally met him uh, when we when we both signed we're at Preston. We talked about it. And he remembered it and I remembered it because it was, he said it was one of the best games, as in I was trying to beat him up. He was trying to beat me up. I was trying to get in his head. He was trying to get in my head. And he said it, <laughs> he said he didn't come across many defenders at that age who were like just a bit up in the head. So yeah, yeah. he, um, we both really fondly remembered that game. So I, I was just one of them, really. I was 10 plus bookings a season, one or two red cards. Um, but that's what got me going. And I wasn't the biggest, but I was very good in the air. Yeah, um, And then from there, kind of... I actually made my debut um, for Plymouth in the Championship at Centre Midfield, So, um, and then I moved back to left-back.
1: Right. Um, so how, how, how was it at Plymouth? How did you find it? And obviously, you were young as well.
0: Brilliant, brilliant time. Um, it's about an hour and 15, hour and 20 from where my family home is, um, yeah. even further down south. So it takes ages to get to where I live from Preston, but you've got to think Plymouth's another hour and a half past me, so it is miles Jesus.
1: away.
0: Um, great. Great club. It's because no, there's nowhere else around it. So all the players always lived there. All the players were never far, far away because they all had to live in Plymouth. So it was a really good camaraderie. Um, a great area. Always good weather. Lovely training ground. Lovely, lovely ground. Um, it was, yeah, it was great. I was there from nine years old till 19. So I did 10 years there. Oh, um, two years apprentice and one and a half year apprentice. Um, one and a half year pro. Yeah, it was great there in the championship. Did really got to the, quarterfinals the FA Cup or semi-finals the quarterfinals the FA Cup um I was involved in that it was brilliant yeah really really good um Ian Holloway Tony Pulis gave me my professional contract yeah um Paul Stoic um signed me as an apprentice and got me into Scotland youth teams Ian Holloway gave me my my um, debut so yeah I was really lucky to have three really really good managers in that time
1: you obviously you mentioned that you represented Scotland at youth level I think did you also play for England C as well
0: I did, yeah. How, um, how was
1: that like? Do you consider yourself Scottish or English, or you, you're not really bothered, or
0: um, it's all part of my journey, you know? Yeah. So I, I say I was brainwashed as a kid, you know. All my my dad's side of the family was Scottish. Um, I'm a Rangers fan, Glasgow Rangers fan. So yeah, yeah. I think it, you know, if obviously this, the Euro is coming up, England are playing Scotland. Who would I support? I have to be honest. I probably support Scotland. Yeah. So. Um, my daughter's not there my daughter's not going to get the stick I got growing up in England so she's going to be an England supporter um, or a son if I have one so they're not going to support Scotland because I got some absolute grief growing up as a yeah, Scotland kind of supporter to... in the South So so um, and without the accent a proper West Country accent <laughs> it didn't really help but no I love my time playing for Scotland I played for the under 16s all the way up to under 20s um, was captain for um, all of them games as well apart from the three in the victory shield and it was brilliant and then I think it was it was the England C team, so the non-league England side. Um, right. Okay. I got so it's the best of the non-league. So you know when you get when you get offered that and and when you're thought of in that regard, you know you'd be stupid not to to turn you'd be stupid to turn that that to offer it away, down. wouldn't you? Yeah. Of course you would, you know. And to play for England is every boy's dream. Yes, it's not the real England, everyone might say, but it's still an England representative side. So yeah, still it was brilliant. Not,
1: not something that many people get to do, is it?
0: Definitely, I've still got the shirt in the garage. Um, it was brilliant. Played against Belgium. They had Nanglam playing. They had Mignolet playing. But yeah. uh, they were, It was decent, yeah. Played against our under-23. So uh, we lost 1-0, but it was a really good game at Oxford. Um, yeah, really good. Really good memory.
1: Interesting. Didn't know that. Um, did anyone from that England C team go on to have like a career like you did?
0: Uh, Lee
1: Tomlin. All oh, right, yeah.
0: Yeah, Lee Tomlin played in that. Um, we had... Oh crikey! Now you're pressing me. I can't remember. We did. We had we had um, two or three that went on from that. Oh crikey! Now you said. Now you now put me on the spot. I can't. <laughs> say I, I know. Obviously, Tomo Lee because He was hilarious. Yeah. Me and him were just playing pranks on everybody all all, <laughs> all the way through. And he was he was some player.
1: You never get into a big trouble for any of them.
0: Uh no, we were quite secretive doing it. <laughs> we were quite a we were quite a, quite a, quite a double team. Me and Tomo. We still keep in touch now.
1: He's at uh, Cardiff, isn't it? Cardiff, he? Yeah. yeah,
0: yeah. He was special. Left foot. He was. He yeah. was very, very good. good. Player. Very good player.
1: Yeah. Um When you were at Plymouth, you went on loan three times to Tiverton, Torquay, and Stevenage. How How were they for you? Do you think they sort of like shaped you as a, as a young man in football?
0: Yeah, I think so. Um, I was very lucky growing up. Um, at a young age, I played men's football when I was thirteen. Yeah. And I think that's a massive thing. Um, if I was to hopefully become manager or, or a coach somewhere in the in the football league and one day, that's my aim, um, I would send all my youth team lads out to men's football at the earliest possible age because I think it's a great learning curve. Also for me, I was around, I was obviously a pro at Plymouth, but I was never really involved. I was always travelling with the first team, but never really on the bench. Um, so it's great for me to go and be involved in a first team environment and get yeah. that, that taste of first team football. So those those loans, especially the Torquay one. I was there for three months, but I only played like I think only played about four or five games. But I absolutely loved it because every day I was involved with the first team. I was on the bench, So I I, felt, I was I felt a part of that first team setup.
1: Yes. Not that
0: I didn't feel it at, at at Plymouth, but you know I was only eighteen as a centre half at eighteen to be playing week in week out at the Championship level. It, it's tough. So it was great to go drop to the Conference, play with them, play at Tiverton. Um, I absolutely loved that as well. 15, 16 games in a month. I went there because they, um, they had a really bad year and weather. So they had to play, I think it was April, they had to play like 14 or 15 games in a month.
1: Jesus.
0: So we ended up playing, I still remember it now, it was something like, we played Saturday, Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday, Sunday, Wednesday, Saturday, Monday, Wednesday, Saturday, Sunday, Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday. Something like it went like that. It was mental. <laughs> it was mental. I played every single game as well. But I was, yeah. I was only 18, so it was great for me. I was just running around. Yeah,
1: what level was that?
0: That was level Matt now Southern Prem so right yeah yeah yeah, what two leagues below conference
1: Fucking act that was (laughs) good fun unbelievable that was good fun Um, so how how was the loan to Stevenage then that was
0: brilliant so I came back from the Torquay loan uh, at Christmas time December time and Paul Sturrock pulled me in his office and just said that they're going through a bit of a phase Um, I could have stayed for another year or two but I probably would have been sent on loan again. not really in, in and around it, which is great for me. He's honest with me. And he said, look, he said, I really like you. I signed you two or three years ago because I think you're going to be a good player. But at the moment, you need to play. He said, I know Peter Taylor at, at Stevenage needs a left back. He said, look, go for a month, see how you, see how you like it. And then we'll go from there. Uh, went to Stevenage and then the rest is history, as they say, because ended up four and a half years and, and um, absolutely loved my time.
1: How did the move become permanent then?
0: Um, so I went on there, as I say for a month loan. I went up there on New Year's Eve Went yep. up, um, trained on New Year's Eve, met all the lads, stayed over, played the game, actually against Rushton and Diamonds it was, um, Lee Tomlin, had to mark Lee Tomlin, so it's a bit of a weird one that, yeah. So um,
1: Small world, isn't it, football? It, weird,
0: it, really, really, really weird. My first game for Steven was against Rushton and Diamonds, against Lee Tomlin, so um did really well. Um, Peter Taylor was like, look, I really like you, um, do you want to stay to the end of the season, um, with a year after that? And I was like, yeah, why not? I was playing every week, so... It was, it was really good for me in the conference. Um, I would say we, we, we ended up missing out on the playoffs by about a point, I think, actually, that, that season. Um, it was really good. Peter Taylor, great guy, great manager. Really enjoyed it. He left and then Graham Wesley came in.
1: Yeah. How was Graham?
0: Ah, brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. I know he gets... He's my mite, isn't he? We all know that. I know that. I understand the reasons why people might not like him, but I understand why people absolutely love him. Because he will give you if you give him absolutely everything, he gives you absolutely everything. yeah he, he got the best out of me at a point where my career could have gone either way. I was right on the edge. I was in, obviously came from the championship down to the conference. That was my last chance saloon. If it didn't work out there, I was dropping to non-league, I'd have to go and get a job and he just got the best out of me. Um, he knew what buttons to press for me, knew how to handle me, knew how, what, um, how, what to get, um, what position to play me or how to play me attacking. Um, set pieces, everything. So, yeah, he was he was excellent for me and um, a massive, massive influence on my career and my journey.
1: When when he came into Stevenage, was was there anyone... Because, obviously, you, you had a really successful time there and the outside looking in and looking back, it seems like you were all a really close-knit group. But when he came in, was there anyone that sort of didn't fit with that and ended up leaving for whatever reason? Or was it all yeah, just yeah, sort that, yeah, of I think- everyone bought into it and...
0: Yeah, um, it happens at every club, every season. There's always a couple that, you know, you, you get it wrong. You, he he did a massive rebuilding job. Um, I think he only kept about five or six from that squad that season and brought in a load. But I remember one lad we played, it was a pre-season game. He only just signed him as well in, in pre-season. Um, signed him on like a two-year deal. And we were playing Fulham in a pre-season game and they had a free kick in the edge of the box and they, they whipped it over the over the wall and went in the goal. But the lad in the wall ducked. I went like that and ducked yeah, out the yeah. Gone. <laughs> Didn't play again. <laughs> Didn't play again.
1: Jesus.
0: So, but things like that, it made you realise what he expected. Yeah. So then in the wall, people were not ducking. People were like taking it in the face. It was in him in the face. And, you know, and he loved all that. And if, yeah. that's what I'm trying to say. At the example, if you give him that, he will absolutely, he will give you everything back. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we, we had a lot, but those four years, we, he, he kept a core of 13, 14 players together for four years. Five or six came in every year and, and loans and and topped up the squad. But for those four years, we had a, a core a core group. Chris Day, Mark Roberts, Joel Byram, Scott Laird, Ronnie Henry, Laurie Wilson, Michael Boswick, um, Chris Beardsley. You know, um, I could go on. Uh, Mitchell John Cole, as well. John Misenio, yeah.
1: um,
0: You know, they were just... He kept that, that core, Stacey Long. We were just... And we are best friends. We are best friends as well. So, because four, four years together, you know, you know each other inside now.
1: Yeah, you're going to form relationships in that period of time, yeah, aren't you? Definitely. Um, so, how, how was how was that as a period? Obviously, very successful. How did it all sort of start?
0: Didn't start too well, actually. Um, we we lost our first game against Wrexham away on the first day of the season five one. Ouch. And I think I think, and then up till November, um, we were like mid table, not doing very well. Um, and then I remember that. I remember actually goes with this now, with this barnet. I'm going to get my haircut tomorrow, so apologies for the hair. but That's why I've got, I got a Yeah. <laughs> I got a haircut. I remember the game. It was, um, it was actually the, the re- repeat, Wrexham at home. So we played yeah. Wrexham at home in November. Beat 5-1 um, away. And he, I got my haircut and we won 2-1. And I said to the lads afterwards, me being me, old loudmouth after a win. Yeah, it was, my, my, it was me. I was, I'm the reason I got a haircut today. And I was like, I'm not getting a haircut now until we till we lose. Only thinking, oh, we weren't, we're at mid-table. We'll lose in two or three weeks. Yeah, This is November. didn't lose till April. <laughs> so my hair was, oh, my God, it was horrendous. I was like to the lads, oh, let me just trim it or tidy it up. They're like, no, no, you can't cut it until we lose. <laughs> we went 27 games unbeaten. Jesus. Got into the playoffs, lost in the playoffs to Cambridge. And then the next season, uh, I think we, we got the record points, record goals conceded. Record wins and we just completely blitzed the conference. We can see the 23 goals, we'll see 24 goals in one season I don't know. in the conference. That's incredible, really.
1: I'll tell you what, it's, there's not many teams that will be able to say they went 27 games unbeaten and didn't get promoted.
0: Yeah, we yeah, went 27 and didn't get promoted. Lost in the playoff semis, I got sent off.
1: <laughs> Shock. <laughs> Center back?
0: No, I was playing left back and I was all oh, right. right. Yeah. Left back,
1: yeah. Uh, think, did you win, was it the non-league? trophy or something
0: like that FA trophy FA trophy yeah we won yeah. the FA trophy yeah so the non league equivalent to the FA cup uh, yeah. we won that in that first season when we lost in the playoffs we won that one then and then when we won the conference we got to the final again but lost
1: right yeah
0: so to, we played at Wembley twice in two years that was great really really good
1: um then i think so that was up to league 2 yeah and then you had success Ag- obviously against, in league
0: 2 but again started really badly all oh, right. In Jan in January, we were 18th in January.
1: Pretty
0: hell? And we ended up getting in the playoffs in the last day. Yeah. And then and then winning the playoffs. Yeah, beat Barry. Um, beat uh, who did he beat beat Cro- um, Ful- Accrington Akring- Stanley. Beat them home and away in the playoffs.
1: Yeah.
0: And then beat Torquay in the in the final at Old Trafford. Yeah. Mm. That old Trafford. But yeah, we were, we were yeah we were 18th. We were 18th at that point. It was a year where they were um they were redoing Wembley, so it was like oh, yeah. Yeah, they yeah. did. Yeah, so I think Huddersfield and somebody else played at Old Trafford the day after in the, in the League One playoff final.
1: Yeah, and I think that would have been the year the Championship playoffs were at uh, Cardiff. Cardiff, yes, yeah. correct. Yeah. Um, so then, obviously, up into League One. I think were you were you in League One for two seasons?
0: One one season before league, before coming to Preston.
1: Oh, I thought it was two. Um, no, yeah, because yeah, you yeah, just yeah. missed out in the playoffs, didn't you?
0: Yeah, we would have been the first ever side to go Conference League 2 to League 1 to the Championship to yeah. do them all. And if Graham stayed, Graham left in the March time when we were in League 1 to come to Preston. Yeah. If if he stayed we would've gone up. We we would've definitely gone up. Um the new guy came in, um Smith. Um he's now actually in the MLS with Nashville, so he's doing all right for himself, but you know, he wasn't he wasn't very good, to be honest yeah. with you. He came in and he just didn't get the group. He, he came in and thought, oh, Stevenage, little side in League One, we shouldn't be here. And we went to, we played Sheffield United away before the playoffs. Um, they were trying to go up with Sheffield Wednesday. And I think it was like a third or fourth game before the end of the season. And he went, before the game, his team talk was, oh, we're trying to get in the playoffs here. but like, oh, we're in the playoffs, actually. Yeah. Oh, oh we'll take a 1-0 here. Keep our goal difference down. Hon- honestly, that was his team talk. That was his. That was his build-up. So in the in the huddle before the game, out on Bramall Lane, like Robbo, the captain, was going, "Don't don't listen to a word he says. He's talking out of his backside. We're here to win. We yeah. were two up at halftime. Bloody absolutely hell, absolutely battered. And they ended up coming back to two all. But that was the game that made Shuffle Wednesday go up. So we were Stevenage, um players were loved by Shuffle Wednesday fans for that day. Because um, I think Shuffle Wednesday went up automatic, and then Sheffield United were guaranteed their playoffs. So right, and then we yeah. lost to Sheffield United in the playoffs. Oh bloody hell! But yeah, we'd been the first ever side to go bang, bang, bang up to the championship and the conference.
1: Yeah. Um. So obviously, when you mentioned, I think it was March, Graham. Graham left and ended up coming to North End. How were you as a group when obviously you heard that? Um,
0: gutted, but also ready. If that makes sense, I think they let us have four games on our own without a manager because we just manage ourselves. Bloody hell. But that was that's credit to Graham because he literally he did he just made us we were managed, we managed ourselves. We were like some days he goes no, on about no big time um,
1: Charlie, so no, speak.
0: no, no, no. Everyone mucked in, you know, everyone had a job. Some like they gave the job to Robbo, the captain, John Massino and Chris Beards, but it was everybody. Yeah. Everybody took turns in training, you know, there was no messing about like a like a um when you get a supply teacher come in when everyone messes about, you know, yeah. no one did that, everyone respected each other and that's because what graham installed in us i truly truly believe that you know we, there's big stories about why we trained for so long but some days we'd be in at like nine ten o'clock but we wouldn't start training until one or two and we wouldn't even see graham till 12 because he would just what he would do he'd leave us for two hours and we'd be like oh what's going on here but in the end you end up making your own fun yeah you end up doing your own things and you're becoming best mates because you're always together we were like left for two hours so we had to make our own make our own
1: yeah entertain yourself yeah,
0: entertainment yeah so we were like we had the the wheelie bins the way you put your kit they were both on on wheels so we'd get the phone um, rollers and maybe do jousting so I'll sit in one Joel Byron was sitting the other and they'll push us towards each other and we we're like smacking each other and there was a darts board and we play we'll play indoor football and head tennis and you know there, there was always something going on or people messing about and that's why we became our team's spirit was massive, and that's yeah. what won us games. Even in the tunnel before the game, our team spirit won us games.
1: But yeah, yeah. Um, so when he left, did you have an England that you might have been following him a few months later? Um, I, think,
0: I think in the back of your head, it was never discussed um, until towards the end of the season when he, when he did ring me and say, "Look, do you want to come?" And I was like, "Yeah, but I had a lot of interest. Um I was doing I did I was top goal scorer that year in League One with with Steven Hidge from left back. Um, Jesus. Yeah, got in team of the year, um, was top goal scorer from left back. So I was doing really well, had a lot of interest. But when when a side like Preston comes up, I had I had a couple of teams in the championship as well, but not not top championship. But yeah, you know, when when not just Graham, but when Preston Northend asked you to come and join, it was a again no-brainer for me to come come
1: up. Yeah, I think when we spoke last time, I think you'd said that you had memories of going to the football museum when you were younger, or something like that, and looking yeah, out again, at the pitch.
0: Football's so weird. I remember um, when I was at one of the Plymouth again. When I grew up, I was at Plymouth Satellite Centre, and um, we used to do. My dad was in charge of it, and he used to take us up to Scotland or up to the north of England to play every summer to do little tournaments. Yeah, and we stopped off at Preston on the way back doing the kicking the ball. See so how hard you could kick yeah. it. And then you in the bottom corner, you could look out onto the pitch, couldn't you?
1: Yeah, it was a big glass like, box thing, That's it? right.
0: That's correct. Yeah, I remember. I remember clear as day, standing in that box, looking out, thinking, "Wow, car, I would love to play here one day or come and play a game on here." You know, yeah. and then it happened. So, yeah, I remember looking, standing out on the pitch and looking towards where that box was and thinking, "Crikey, yeah, I was a kid there, ten, on full 10, Yeah, it's amazing. Yeah,
1: um, so. You obviously, when you moved to Preston, you settled up in in Longridge. Um, we, we've got a mutual friend as well. Yes. From that, I've had the big German get in touch, um, who obviously <laughs> you became good friends Stucky. with. I think did you live did you live next door to him or next door but one or something?
0: Literally, he lived across across from us, but one.
1: Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. He's messaged me to ask how you found driving into training in a left-hand drive car.
0: Yeah. <laughs> he let me drive his car now and again. It was so weird. <laughs> going down those little lanes from Longridge to the training ground yeah. and then like cars coming past thinking like holding your breath and like closing your eyes when they went past you because I couldn't get the couldn't get my angles right so. it's,
1: yeah you can't get the distances can you oh
0: brilliant yeah but now Stucky was yeah he became one of our best friends and still is one of our best friends to this day yeah um, him and Xena and the boys literally FaceTimed them the other day um, we we talked to them all the time so they're um, friends for life and that's why football is such an amazing thing because you get to meet people yeah um, shout out to the Bebbingtons and the Turners who lived on the street as well who we still keep in touch with now yeah. um, you know really really good friends that we made up in, in Preston uh, me and my wife it's the first time we we properly lived together and we've got we've got really good um, family friends and close friends um, and really good memories up there
1: yeah um, when obviously when you came to North End I think your first two goals came in about two or three minutes in a 5-0 win over Hartlepool Yes. How was that for you?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that was... Um, it was, It's always trying to get that first goal, isn't it? That first goal. And are then you, when it are came, you even
1: thinking that as a left-back?
0: Yeah, all the time. All the time. Me, myself, I love scoring goals. I, I'm one in 10, so for a left-back, I think... I've got, I've scored about 60 goals from left-back. So, you know, I, I just love... I love getting forward. Um,
1: yeah.
0: I love scoring goals. And, it, yeah, it is. It's a bit weird, you think... Oh, I had I had a goal score goal scoring bonus instead of a clean sheet bonus. <laughs> that's, whether that's right or wrong as a defender, I don't know. But my first thought was, can I contribute to the team by scoring goals? Yeah. Can I be a threat? Did, did um,
1: you ask for that bonus instead of a clean sheet bonus? Like, yeah, that's yeah, how confident yeah, yeah.
0: you were. Yeah, that's how confident. I was. Honestly, I was such a confident <laughs> player, and I think my train of thought was right. The winger, he's he can't be a threat if he's always going back towards his goal. Yeah. So if I'm keep running him towards his own goal and attacking him, he's going to be so tired and running back to his own goal, he's going to be knackered to try and attack me. And it yeah. worked. Most of the time it worked. But no, it was good. It was good to score those two goals um, against hartford monkey off your back. Win. Yeah, yeah, it was a good win. They're, they're, um, and we were doing all right in that year until obviously that, that fateful night. It, we, we were actually just outside the playoffs. Yeah.
1: yeah we were in the well, playoffs. We started quite well, didn't
0: we? Yeah, we did. We, we played Brentford. The game before we played Brentford, drew 1-1. I scored, just to let you know. <laughs> and um, I put us 1-0 up, and that put us into the playoffs. Yeah. And I think it was um, Jermaine, his name, uh, something Jermaine from Brentford, he scored last minute to draw 1-1, and we dropped just back outside the playoffs. And then the next game was Notts County, where myself and Kino got, got injured. And then, obviously, we just went went
1: like that. Yeah, nose-nerved. Um, yeah. yeah, just on that then, how how did it affect you? Obviously, like when it happened, did you know what had happened?
0: Yes, um, but I was telling myself it, it didn't happen. Yeah. Um I was trying to kid myself that I heard it, I heard the I heard the crack, but I was hoping it was my shin pad. So when when Graham was there and when the paramedics were there I was saying, Oh, it's my shin pad, it's my shin pad on it, they were like, Jacko, the physio, obviously we all know Jacko legend. He was like, No, lady, it's not your shin pad. Just just stay still, look like don't don't move, blah, blah, blah. And I was thinking, oh. looking up at the stars in the bottom corner at Deepdale thinking, Oh Christ, here we go.
1: Yeah, have you ever had an injury as serious as that before?
0: No, Touchwood, Touchwood. I've
1: not never since
0: either. Never since or before. I've never been in, never missed a game or training for injury, only through suspension or being not picked.
1: Yeah,
0: I've I've only missed training. Um, I've never missed training through injury apart from my leg break. So I've been very lucky in my career to have that. So, um, you know, it's just it's just one of those things.
1: Yeah. How did you feel, sort of, towards Jamal campbell rice after it?
0: um i think when you when you you know when somebody's gone to do you you know when someone's gone to really hurt you and he didn't mean to you know it was the last we were trying to get the win they were trying to to not lose and it was just a bad time tackle and there was no i don't think there's any malice malice in it there was no real intention to hurt me and you know i know jammer um and afterwards he was in tears and he was trying he, he rang me every every few weeks how yeah, i went so and you know when someone's gone to do you, and I don't think he did. So, but yeah. uh, anyway, I'm not one to hold grudges anyway. You know, I, I'm not. It, it's happened. You can't change it. Move so, on. Yeah, yeah.
1: How did it affect you mentally then? Did did you sort of struggle at, at points? Because I think we were out for about eighteen months.
0: No, I I was actually Jacko wanted to do a case study on me because I was back fit before the end of the season. Oh really? Um, yeah, yeah. I was back fit for the end of the season, but they wouldn't. But Grayson had then taken over. And he said, "Look, we weren't playing for anything then. We were just mid-table." Oh, he said, yeah, "Look, there's no point. Where it is. There's no yeah, yeah. There's no point putting you in for the last two or three games. Let's just like get you fit through the summer and then be ready for next. Which which is great. But I was ready. Yeah, I was fit for the end of the season. So Jacko was like, Jacko couldn't believe it. Jacko couldn't believe I was back ready to go. I was a little bit overweight, <laughs> but that's <laughs> just not playing for ages. But yeah. uh, by the time the summer came around, yeah, I was fit, ready to go, and and prove my prove my point to the new manager."
1: Did did it, did you ever sort of feel affected then during your recovery or Yeah, I think mentally, because I was doing really well again. I had a lot, even though I just signed
0: for Preston that summer. Yeah. I think I'd played twenty games up to that game when, when I broke my leg. I was on I was on ten assists, four goals. I just got called up to the Scotland national side um, as well. That was going to get announced the day after.
1: Right. But yeah.
0: I had quite a lot of interest as well, even though I just joined, I had quite a lot of interest from in the championship for the January. So Nightmare. Um, but, as I say, what, what happens, happens, doesn't it? You know, and yeah. um, I think that side of it really put me back because I was so hungry and determined. Um, it just, it was another 20, 20, 30 games that I missed out on. That was like in my head, you know, for the stats. I just wanted to rack up the games as many as I could. So,
1: yeah.
0: you know, missing 30 games really hurt me and also missing trying to help Graham because ultimately I, I couldn't help him anymore on the pitch. And he lost his job, you know, that really, that did affect me that way.
1: Yeah. Do you still keep in touch with him now?
0: Yeah, all the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah speak to him all the time. He's, um, you know, again, back to the point, I understand why people dislike him. Um, but he did, a, he did a good job at, at Preston, you know, and whether people like to admit it or not. He brought in, he had to do a big clear out. He was told to do a big clear out, you know. Yeah. Like, I know he would never come on here and, and we've talked about trying to get him on, but he yeah. just he can't because I think legally or whatever, he can't say what he can, but he had to do a lot of things that he didn't agree with, but he had to get rid of a lot of the wage bill.
1: Yeah, And
0: he brought in some unbelievable players, Keith Keane, Jack King, John Welsh, Buchanan, myself, um, Hunts, Hunts, you know, who's still there, Joe Garner, you know, he brought in all these players. Um, Even though I'm I'm taking the assist for Joe Garner, that's my signing. I signed Joe Garner. Nobody knows that. I signed Joe Garner. We played him. We played Carlisle and, uh, I remember him anyway, playing against him. And I was like, Gaffer, you've got to sign him. This guy's a joke. He's everything you like. He's horrible. He scores goals. He runs. He heads. You know, and he's like, Oh, what do you think? He said, Would you would you get would you speak to him? I was like, oh, I ain't got his number, but I'll get it. I'll find out. And I tried all that night trying to get his number. His number spoke to him. And he's like, Larry. He went, Yeah, yeah. He said, I'm only down the road, aren't I? I only live down the road from Preston. I was like, look, come. We'll so like they want to sign you. He's like, oh, All right, get, get the gaffer to speak to my agent. And then that was it. He came. Bloody so on. I'm taking the assist. I'm taking yeah, that.
1: Take it. I take told it.
0: Wesley to sign him,
1: yeah. <laughs> um, I don't think you were at the club at the time when it happened, but are you aware of the Rossendale 8, if you will, the, the players no. that... No. Oh, we'll no. skip over that one then. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so obviously Graham's time at North End, I think, I would say, by the majority of North End fans, is probably not looked back on fondly. Mm. Um, Which I get, which I understand. Yeah, yeah. Do you think he could have done anything different? Um, Or do you think, as you've said, he was sort of told to come in and do a job? Do you think it was just he was sort of hamstrung to an extent?
0: Yeah, he was, definitely. Um, He wouldn't admit that. He wouldn't say that, but he was. Um, But also, I think that's probably the reason he was which I love about him. It was his way. And if it didn't work, he would die. He would fall on his sword. He would do, if it didn't work, it didn't work, but he would, he wouldn't change for anybody. Um, And maybe he could have done things slightly differently, handled things slightly differently, but, you know, we we were doing okay up to that point. And the way he played was everything was through his fullbacks. And I'm not saying Bukes and whoever filled in at right back weren't good enough because they were, you know, they were good players, but he relied so heavily on me and Kino up until that point playing left back and right back that to lose his two you know where, where he, he focuses all his attacks all his, his play um, we lost both of them on the same night to long-term injuries it really did affect us
1: yeah um, how was how was well how were you when you found out about him losing his job for a start
0: uh, yeah again g- gutted because I knew I couldn't do anything to help him that's what hurt me the most if um, that I couldn't be out there to, to try and make it right and he was a big part of my life, my life, my wife's life, you know, my whole family's life for for five years. Yeah. So, um, you know, I wasn't losing just a manager. I was losing a really close confidant, friend, you know, father figure. Yeah. Um, so it was a really, really, really low point for me. Um, but in the end, you know, football's ruthless and you had to look, I had to think, well, I got it back from injury and impressed a new manager, whoever that was coming in.
1: And obviously that was Simon. How did you find the switch from Graham to Simon?
0: He was great. Um, him and Snod's came in and were brilliant. Um, just, they didn't really have to do anything, really. You know, they, 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 I didn't, I wasn't really in and around it the first few weeks because I was coming back from injury. I was with Jacko a lot. I was down doing rehab at different places and stuff like that. So I wasn't really in and around it until the last few weeks of the season into pre-season. But they were, they were really good, really good guys. Um, kept things basic, simple, but detailed, um, if that makes any sense at all. But yeah. You knew your jobs, but it was very, it was very um, basic, very, very to the point, and everyone knew their roles.
1: Yeah, um, I think it was your return that season, sort of after your injury. Uh, you came back and scored against Stevenage. I was, how was that?
0: Yeah, that was a weird, a weird time. It was one of them where oh, you shouldn't celebrate against your old club, and I did celebrate, and it wasn't I celebrating against my old club. It was celebrating that. It was my first goal after my my injury, after so that was a really big. Yeah, it was a really big point, and it was just funny. It came against Stevenage. Yeah,
1: just one of um, them. another one. Of yeah, them just, just one of them. Quirks.
0: Football things, isn't it? It's always yeah. football. It's a football unwritten rule, isn't it? So there's
1: always little bits, isn't there?
0: Yeah, but it was great. You know, I came back that season and played forty odd games, forty plus games in my first season back. So it was a great. You know, I I I, I bounced back from the injury.
1: Yeah, were you feeling confident and sort of? Because I know you you read about some players who've had injuries, and they'll they'll maybe reflect on their career and say, "Yeah, I was maybe a different player because I was scared to sort of re-injure myself or sort of get the same injury or whatever it may be." Yeah, I was. No, I was. I was
0: definitely. Were yeah. You like was definitely
1: that? Yeah.
0: Yeah. 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 I was definitely different. I wasn't. Um, I had that little. They called it the lady step over. <laughs> yeah. Um, everyone knew it was coming, but nobody could do anything about it. I had the, the step over right foot onto my left foot and just gave me half a yard to cross or shoot, and I just lost that that slight half a yard that, that got me past players.
1: Do you think um, that was mentally or physical?
0: Um physically that one.
1: Yeah.
0: Mental side, I wasn't as nasty as I used to be. I lost yeah. that bit of nastiness for a fear of maybe doing it again. I didn't want to go through that again. Yeah, yeah. So Which I lost understandable, that understandable,
1: I think, isn't it? Yeah,
0: and that was a big part of my game, was that edge, you know, that, that physical weight where I would, I would literally, I I was wanting to win it more than that guy. The person yeah. I was playing against, I would win that ball. I didn't care if it was a, a 70-30 against me, I was going to win that ball.
1: Yeah.
0: Probably 70-30s after that, I would jump out of or just just ride. Um, Whether that was the right thing to do, probably the right thing to do from the start anyway, before I broke my leg, but I was just a bit of an idiot. I was just a bit... Loopy, you know, so I'll just dive in for things, but um, so yeah, I definitely did. I'm not afraid to admit that. Yeah, I I did. I did lose a bit of a bit of that edge. Um, and I also lost that ex that that little half a yard of of just oomph that I had in my game, that little bit of drive, something different. Yeah, 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 yeah.
1: Um, that season, then obviously, we ended up in the playoffs, lost in the semi finals against Rotherham. How. Well, two, two points, really, I guess. How was it sort of in the build-up to that around the group and then obviously after that?
0: Um, after, after it, I answer that. After it, you saw our reaction because we went and did what we did the, the following season. I think yeah. that really drove us on. But the before just, that, we were really just confident. On that, yeah, were,
1: before, on. before you go on yeah. to the sort of build-up to it, mm. what was the immediate aftermath like? Was it a case of you were... Obviously, you would have all been sort of gutted as a group, but was it a case of, we're not going to let this sort of get to us, we're going to mm. make sure that we right this wrong, if you will, next season?
0: Yeah, that literally was what we all said and the, and the gaffer. Yeah. Simon said that after the game was that, literally that. Look, can't do anything about it now, go and enjoy your summers. Obviously, it's going to hurt, It make sure it does hurt and use that as fire for next season. And then we literally, that was it. We didn't do anything after that. We, we went off. Came back for the preseason afterwards, and we—you could just—you just knew you could smell it, you could feel it. Everyone was just so determined to to right that wrong, yeah. and we and we and we certainly did. But the, the build up to it, we were really confident. I, it was a, it was a, but they were good Roser in that year, weren't they? Steve Evans, you know, they had Ravel up front. Um, um, what's his name? The midfielder, the blondie lad that came to Preston as well. Ben Pringle. Um, ben Pringle, you know, he's whipping balls in from every angle. <laughs> you know, long yeah. throws, everything. They, they were they were decent, um, but there was no fear. We were really. It was one of them games where you thinking, oh, if we're going to the final. We're just gonna we'll, we'll win this," which is a really good thing to have, a really good mentality. But in the end, we just Joe Garner scores that absolute worldy in the first leg.
1: Best goal um, the you've second, seen live?
0: Yeah, oh yeah, yeah, um, unbelievable. Just to do what he did, he was just. But that's Garner's off to a tee, You know, he's just random.
1: Yeah,
0: <laughs> and he would do things like that in training and games and. Not I didn't it expect it was random, but yeah, incredible, you know, and absolutely incredible. So yeah, he was one of my favourite players, guys. Um, one of my favourite goals live, definitely.
1: Yeah, I think I think it's probably probably mine as well, to be fair. I think that or uh I don't know, bet Jermaine Beckford's was good as well. Yeah. Obviously yeah. the the season after, but I think there's yeah. just a little bit more technique involved, isn't there in, in Joe? Yeah, there is, yeah, yeah. Um yeah, so obviously that following season, you've said that you use the sort of the playoff defeat as as your fire, if you will, to sort of push you on. Um, we actually went on a pretty poor run from November to I think around the end of January. Yeah, we, we only did, yeah. won something like four or five games. Yeah. A lot of fans, well, in fact, before we get on to that point in particular, how were you as a group around that time? Was there any sort of doubt setting in or anything like that? Or were you just sort of all confident that it was something you could turn around
0: very confident we could turn around we knew what we had in the dress room and um, didn't really I can't really remember the negativity and cause I just I think we all knew that we were just it was only a game away from turning yeah And it was a Sheffield United game wasn't it in the FA
1: Cup? yeah so that that's what I was going to ask next was a lot of fans sort of look at that Sheffield United game as like the big one if you will as that was like the turning point
0: I played up front in that game <laughs> I played in a front three with Kevin Davis and Joe Garner there's mental <laughs> I played up front it was crazy and what, yeah did I got you start two, up front? Ass- yeah yeah started up front got two assists got two assists I, I put the cross in for Hunts' header the, the corner for Hunts' header and I won the free kick for, for, for Gally's goal the free yeah, kick in this quarter yeah yeah I played up front that game played up front <laughs> for a few games and then that, I think it was a, it was a couple game and then we played another game and then it was a game before the United game and I played up front and I was thinking oh my god I'm going to play up front against United <laughs> <laughs> if this is the same team that plays United I'm playing up front
1: <laughs> and I bet you'd have backed yourself then as well wouldn't you I would have
0: 100% 100% I ended up playing wing back on my own against Valencia yeah. and Di Maria that was fun for 90 minutes cool <laughs>
1: The From the Finney Podcast is brought to you in partnership with our title sponsor, Lanx Live. Lanx Live is the most popular news source in the county and is run entirely by a local team who all care dearly about the areas in which they live. On to Matters Football, specifically Preston North End, and George Hodgson is their man at Deepdale. He's a North End fan and he asks the questions that the fans want answered. The best thing about Lanx Live is that the news is all free to read. And the best way to keep on top of it all is by downloading the app or signing up to the newsletter. Head on over to lanx.live and sign up today. To stay up to date with all the latest news coming from Deepdale, follow their dedicated Twitter account, at PNELive. And now, back to the podcast. before we get on to the game itself how, how was the group sort of like did, did did you sort of look to to those moments like obviously the magic of the FA Cup and all that sort of stuff were you sort of when you saw the draw were you, obviously you were all buzzing but was it was it a bit like oh yeah it's United we get to play United or was it like it's United we can we because can, they were a bit shit at that time weren't yeah
0: they? well we, we two things really one we were a little bit like It's getting in the way of our league because we were literally turning the corner. Yeah. So as stupid as that sounds, oh, we didn't want to play United. We did, of course, we wanted to play United, but we were like, oh, we wish it was just another league game because we were on a roll. Yeah. So we just wanted to play league game, league game, league game, just get on a roll Um, because obviously um, Milton Keynes and and other teams were were trying to get away from
1: us. Bristol City as well. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. So we were just we just thought we needed to catch them. So it was almost like a hindrance. United, (laughs) it got in the way.
1: But but we also
0: believed that we could win. We did truly believe that we could do something here. The way we played, the, the players we had, you know, Kevin Davis up front, um, Hunt at the back, um, Garnes, Galley, you know, we had some Welshy, we had some great players, and we really, truly, Clarky, we believed that we could um, really pull something off.
1: Yeah. When obviously you found out you were you were going to be starting, you mentioned it a minute ago about facing uh, Antonio Valencia and Angel Di Maria. What what goes through your mind when you when you realise sort of what just exactly what you're up against?
0: Uh, excitement really uh, really real real excitement
1: yeah um, Do you, do you feel that, and... that sort of I know you said you'd sort of lost that edge a little bit after your injury do you feel like that moment you might have sort of got a little bit of that back thinking I'm going yeah up a good yeah, definitely. I'm gonna yeah
0: definitely to test yourself against the best yeah. uh it was just another chance really you know um I've been lucky in my career to play in, in big FA Cup games been to the FA Cup fifth round three times playing against Tottenham Chelsea United And it was just another, I just see it as another chance to try and prove myself because all your mates, you know, when you're growing up, you're playing in the park and all your mates or before the game, your mates are ringing you. That's who they support. Yeah. You know, United is who everyone supports. So, and on BBC as well, it's just a great opportunity to go and and have a run around because we, as players, you know, in League One, we we got the opportunity to play on Sky quite a bit, but, you know, for your whole family to watch on BBC, um, family around the world as well, friends around the world can watch all that game. So, you know it was a really good opportunity to, to do that really but yeah like I say we, we saw it as a great opportunity to try and win and yeah. i we just thought right stay in the game which we did half time the gaffer was like brilliant told you to stay in the game we've done that right now let's go let's go for him. let's have a yeah. go you know and i think if VAR was still around we'd have won the game wouldn't we because Rooney dived
1: well um, it's funny you should say that because i've obviously I've spoke to Stucky and and yeah. he actually said that he thinks it, it, it was right to be given a penalty
0: maybe but VAR we'll see if VAR was around didn't well yeah Fellaini handballed it and then someone well, yeah. was offside for the other game the other ball the other goal
1: was so, it Rooney was offside
0: yeah that's right and then, and then someone handballed it didn't they so I think flaney handballed it as well yeah. so all three goals in VAR were there it would have been chalked off so I'm taking it as a one nil win <laughs> <laughs>
1: uh, yeah obviously the one coming from, from that left foot of yours yeah hmm. um, <laughs> What's your immediate feeling when you're seeing it flying in past David De Gea and obviously Deepdale just erupts?
0: Uh, incredible. Well, the first thing is it's definitely my goal because I've had so much stick coming. Because there's one angle on that, that 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 gets it from behind the goal. It looks like it's going really far wide. But that's that's my goal. It says Scott Laird, forty-seven. It always will. So that's the, we just yeah. want to clear that one out first. <laughs> it's,
1: it's, I, never, I, it's never it's never going to change that, is it?
0: No, exactly. That was my type of goal. I, I love coming onto it and hitting it with the outside and then like trying to feed it into the far corner. Yeah. Because if the keeper saves it, he parries it straight into one of our players. And if it misses everybody, it goes in that far corner. So try and put a bit of a, a side spin on it and just yeah. let it feed into that far corner. And obviously, it got a deflection off um, Valencia, and I just. honestly it sounds weird but everything slowed down literally it went it went in and as it went under the hair the whole world just went slow just went and I was thinking
1: like in Bernard's Watch yeah
0: literally yeah great (laughs) programme what a throwback that is Um, and I just remember thinking oh
1: shit (laughs) I've scored
0: you can swear it's fine yeah is that right? I thought oh shit I've scored what do I do now and then by that time I was next to the hoardings but the the TV ones they put up so I jumped over that then I saw um, the duck coming towards me so I thought and I thought right I can jump in the crowd because I get booked oh I'll go to my family who always sit in the corner there next to the um, the tunnel so I ended up running towards my wife and my family Um, and then next thing I knew everyone was jumping on me Joe Garner's got his tongue down my throat snogging me (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> i got i got one lad sticking his finger up my bum yeah i got honestly i couldn't breathe because i was on the bottom of a big massive pylon, pylon. yeah um and i just remember galleon that grabbing me and picking me up saying do you know what you've done do you know what you've done and i was just thinking oh my god walking back trying to like compose myself thinking if we hold on here it, this, isn't, this isn't this isn't insane
1: yeah yeah because it would have been arsenal in the next round wouldn't it <laughs> oh yeah
0: a joke wasn't it? but that was great absolutely brilliant It was, it's a shame we couldn't hold on um but you know it was it, that game wasn't more so physically hard it was mentally hard that's the difference you know they're, yeah. they're, they're always they're like chess players they're all snooker players they're four or five moves ahead of you always
1: when when you're walking back to the halfway line then you are you thinking we're, we're two minutes in here and we're one yeah. up we've got 40 basically forty-five yeah. minutes if you include added time to go Are you thinking sort of just focus on kick off and whatever comes comes? Are you thinking this is going to be tough now?
0: Yeah, you do. You do think you know it's that old adage. Have we scored too early? Yeah, Um, and it was that thinking. Right, we just need to hold on. Can we get for the next ten minutes? You know, and then and then can we try and push forward again? Can we? Can we? Can we try and get another goal? But you're talking about Man United. You know, even though they were a bit of a wounded animal, they were, they weren't at their best at that time. They're still Man United. Good players,
1: yeah. don't they? Dame Maria, Rooney, I think.
0: Valencia, Falcao. Falcao. And he was a joke, yeah. by the way. He was incredible. You know, he got he got a lot of stick at United at that time. But he was his movement was incredible. He was he was brilliant. you couldn't take your eyes off him because he was always popping up different places and making space for other people. And his first touch was just oh Joe. oh. Thing to behold. It was just beautiful. I just, I was clap. I was in my head clapping sometimes at some of the things he was doing. <laughs> it was brilliant. So you know, when you got you got Di Maria running inside me, and then Valencia going on the overlap. It was, yeah. it was tough. It was tough, you know. And I think, yeah, if we, if I think we held out a little bit longer, we could have really pushed them. But yeah, it is what it is.
1: Yeah, like you said, it was nothing more than a, a distraction at the time. Anyway, mm. yeah, to the, to the yeah, bigger exactly. picture. Exactly. So obviously, that game's out of the way. And I think we, we went on a near enough incredible run, apart from obviously the, the last game of the season. How, how was the mood after that? I think I've spoken to Simon on the podcast and he's sort of explained it from his point of view, but just from a player's point of view, what was that like?
0: It was tough. It was really, really tough. Um, we just believed that we would score in every game and we knew we would score with the, with the strike force we had um, Galley, Garnes, Bex, Kev, Callum, Robinson, you know, we had all them players. You, we knew if we just kept the clean sheet, we would score. Yeah. And it was just we didn't score. <laughs> Simple as that. It was the only game we probably didn't score in. Um in that in that amazing run. And you know, Colchester had something to fight for as well. Yeah, because the pitch uh, was dry and bobbly. Wind, exactly. Oh, yeah, let
1: me try that again. The yeah. wind kept them up, didn't it?
0: It did, yeah. The pitch was dry and bobbly. They were fighting for their lives. Um it was just, yeah, it, but in the end, the playoffs are the best way to go up, aren't they? <laughs> so
1: <laughs> yeah well, I mean
0: Grace the gaffer was brilliant. he he straight away came on the bus. nothing was said after the game because what can you say after that happens? But we got on the bus going back, um, and he just got on the bus before we left and just said, right, we use that again as fire. It's forgotten about now. we can't do anything about it. Let's go and win the playoffs.
1: Yeah, and that's exactly what we did and we blitzed it didn't we yeah. yeah um again then sort of similar sort of question heading into that we just as a group just confident this is what we need to do this is our job we're going to get it done yeah and yeah sort definitely of it's a tough. more not not to say that you wouldn't have been professional at any other point but are you looking at it and thinking we'll we'll just do a job on these keep it sort of it is what it is yeah and win the games and and that's it
0: yeah, we got we literally was we got two weeks. Let's just give absolutely everything for two weeks. Um, whoever's picked, whoever plays, let's just do what we got to do and get get ourselves up because we yeah. deserve it. You know, we had a tough game because they were good Chesterfield that year, weren't they? They were decent, yeah. good players. Um, yeah,
1: Paul Cook in charge.
0: Yeah, very good. And we knew that to be a tough game.
1: Um, obviously Jermaine puts us one up. I think in ten fifteen minutes, mm. I mean, that was early on. And it was very much a backs to the walls job after yeah. that. Yeah. When we come out of that with obviously the one nil, as a groupie, you're just like, Yeah, we've this is it. We're going back to Deepdale, we've got a one nil in the bag. Like you said, you back us to score. Yeah. In front of the Definitely. home crowd.
0: Definitely. We we knew if we could get anything from that game, um, it wasn't going there to like just get a draw. We we knew we could go there and win. Um, but we knew if we could come away with a clean sheet, we going back to Deepdale, you know, it was it was ours because we knew getting that, getting Deepdale rocking and playing at home on that pitch. You know, we were, we were, we would beat anybody.
1: Yeah. Um, play a final then? <laughs> mm. What? I mean, obviously you didn't start. You came on. What I think was it extra time? Yeah, uh, no, or eight, was it like eight, eighty fifth eight, eight, or
0: something? Like something like, 85, eight, yeah, something like that, yeah.
1: How are you gutted. when you find out that you're not,
0: gutted, you're um, not a gutted um, player. Yeah, gutted. Um, but you've got to do a job for the team, you've got to try and be positive for the lads. But yeah, absolutely gutted. I played, again, I played, well, I played virtually, not every game. I played, again, 40 plus games that year. Yeah. Um, whether it was up front or, or left back or left wing back. I, I was a I played a lot of games again that year. So, I was gutted, yeah, that I missed out. I missed out the on second, the second leg. I, yeah. didn't, I came on again last 10, 15 minutes um, and came on in the final. And I just remember the gaffer saying, look, you deserve this. You know, I'm, I'm sorry. He, on the side of the pitch, well, he said, I'm sorry, but, you know, I had to do what I had to do. And I said, gaffer, I understand. And he said, go on, you deserve this. Enjoy the moment. Um, and yeah, that, that my whole my whole career was when I left Plymouth when I was in the championship to go down to the conference, my whole, my whole drive and fight and determination was to get back to the championship. Yeah. To where I started. And I achieved it that day. And it was a massive, massive day for me. Even though I didn't really play, it was a massive game in my career.
1: Yeah. Because I, I, achieved,
0: yeah, I achieved what I wanted to do.
1: That season as well, obviously, there was yourself and uh, Bukes, who were both at left-back. How was that as a battle?
0: Brilliant. Um, it's great. We had. Comp- I think that was a beauty of that team, that squad. We had, we had battles all over the pitch. So it, it yeah. brought, you had to be on top of your game every week to, to stay in the team. In training, you know, f- training was fierce, ferocious. It was it was everyone wanted to win because everyone wanted to play. And that was the way that's the way it should be. Yeah. That's the way it should be, you know. And there was never like again, like I use that, that playoff final, I didn't play. Bukes wasn't even on the bench, you know. And yeah, he I, wasn't in the squad, was So he? It, it's tough. It's tough, you know. It, it you know, he handled it really well. I handled it, and everyone handled it well. We wasn't involved because we knew it was for the greater good. The team was the most important thing. Preston was the most important thing. It wasn't about us, it was about the fans, it was about the club. Yeah. And getting them back to the championship. Were you so, were you
1: aware of the playoff curse, if you will, yeah. that we had?
0: Um yeah, yeah, we were, we were. But I think um history's there to be broken, written, rewritten, um records are there to be broken. Yeah. So we, we treated it like that.
1: Did the gaffer sort of play on it at all? Or?
0: No, no, he didn't he didn't mention it once, I don't think. Not I can remember of, no.
1: Yeah. Um what was it like on the bus back to Preston?
0: Uh that's one of the best memories of my footballing career I remember just Paul Gallagher on the back of the bus with his guitar (laughs) all the lads just like with a beer in their hand just all in a massive like ring around the bus and just singing Ed Sheeran songs (laughs) it was is Ed Sheeran just released his album I can't remember which one it was yeah
1: Um, yeah. he was he was massive at the time wasn't it? yeah he's not massive now no yeah yeah
0: and we were just I just remember singing all his songs and just like arm in arm just linking and swaying side to side and it was one of the best bus journeys ever, and then we all that, ended up in um, Belugas, Beluga. where it was yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs>
0: good night, really good night.
1: Um, so, before you head off on your holiday that summer, did you know whether or not you were wanted at the club the season after, or yeah, what's we, um, going through your mind at that at that point? Are you thinking ahead to the season coming, or
0: yeah, yeah, definitely. We so we had we had that night out in Belugas. We had the next day. The gaff said, "Right, go and get drunk, you know, enjoy yourself." and then we'll have a meetings the following day after that when you're a little bit more hopefully sober
1: yeah
0: um we all came in he offered me a new contract they, um, they wanted they me to stay i wanted to stay um but once you got down to the nitty gritty stuff you know i felt i wasn't being not reward- I mean, rewarded i don't want to use i want to use the right word i don't- i'm careful to use the wrong the wrong word but i didn't think i was being
1: um, you didn't think the contract reflected sort of what yeah. you'd given yeah, in yeah. And, I, previous yeah. sort of season and and a bit or yeah. whatever.
0: Well, I played for. I did three seasons at Preston. I played every single game virtually that I was available for, apart from a yeah. broken leg. Even though I came back, me and Bukes are fighting for those that position. Those other two seasons, I still played forty plus games both seasons. So, um, and I felt, even though I wasn't the same left, but I still thought I was one of the best left backs in outside the football league. So yeah, outside the Premier League. So I thought that I wasn't being and I knew I knew he was going to bring in um, your man. Cunningham.
1: Oh, great! Yeah,
0: I knew I knew knew he was coming. I knew he was a very good player. It was one of them where do I sit on the bench? Do I sit in the stands and be a a championship football player but never play, or do I what I love doing is playing football? Just carry on League One, and I had some good offers in League One just to go and and keep playing. Or do I, looking back, maybe I should have maybe I should have stayed and fought it out with Greg? Um, But you know, I I didn't want to just be a, a
1: a championship,
0: quite, yeah. yeah i did not want to be that in a championship you know um, and i don't think the contract reflected that either yeah so, so
1: looking back then do you do you regret not taking the deal or um
0: if i was to knew what was going to happen at, at scunthorpe yeah <laughs> because <laughs> scunthorpe was rubbish so um i prob- i, I would have yeah but again you can never look back you know that's part of my journey it's part of my life now and i, yeah. I can't I can't go back and change it, so why would I? Why would I regret it? Um,
1: yeah, there's no point in dwelling on it, is it? No, there?
0: no, no. But what I did. Sometimes you know, when I left Stevenage, I knew it was the right time to leave. Yeah, and probably I knew it was the right time to leave Preston as well. Did what we did, got them, got them to where they be remembered for that. That that squad that got. Yeah, them.
1: they say it, don't they? Like, sort of, knowing, no knowing the right time or whatever the saying is, and and I suppose it is is true to an extent, isn't it? You know, leave on a high and. That's what people I think remember. I you them, right? Yeah.
0: I think I got the Stevenage one right when I had to leave. The right time to leave, and I think got the Preston one right. So yeah, yeah. It just didn't work out my next move. But wherever I went, I think it was still the right, the right, the right time to leave. Even though I, I did get offered a new contract, and you know I, I loved it. You know, it was the best, best, some of the best times and memories at, at Preston. Yeah. Um, driving Stucky around in my my two seater convertible with his head sticking out the top. You know, I <laughs> do stuff <laughs> like that. You know, it was, yeah, it was great times. I still want. Close friends now. Jack King I still speak to. Joel Byron, one of my best friends. Um, Moose, um, still, pe- uh, Garn, still speak to still speak to Garns all the time. Bex, you know, um, still see Kev Davis around the place. Now he's, a, he's an agent. So, yeah. Oh, is he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Still speak yeah. to Hunts. Still speak to Hunts. And obviously me and Stucky are still best buddies, so.
1: Yeah, yeah. Mm. Oh, that's a, sh- I didn't know that about Kev. Because he was, yeah, uh, yeah, was got he, got he managing buddies. Southport at one point?
0: Yeah, he did, but he's got a few um, clients now. Yeah, he's doing a um, bit of a, um agency business.
1: Oh, Fair enough. Mm. Mm. Um, when you sort of look at North End now, obviously you played with DJ, you played with Alan Brown, uh, Ben Davis. Yeah. When you sort of look at them and their careers now, is it any surprise to see them doing so well from sort of no. the players that they no. were five six years ago when you were playing with them?
0: No, definitely not. Ooh. Brownie, when he first came in, he came from Ireland and he he started training. I was thinking, who's this kid? You know, he's all he'd come out of training with just a t-shirt on, he had his his t-shirt tucked in his shorts like he always used to have, didn't he? And (laughs) who's this kid? And he was he was good, but he was just like bang average player. But there was something there, and then he's gone on to do what he's done. He's he's awesome, awesome player. DJ, oh, one of the most gifted players I've I've had the pleasure to play with in training and and games, and then you got Ben Davis. The only thing I'll say about Ben, I think his injuries recently have killed him because he could he could play in the Premier League, Ben. Yeah. And I think he will hopefully still got the chance to do it. But I think his injuries the last season or so have have hindered him going on to bigger and better things because he's he's a very good player, Ben. But he's a lovely boy as well.
1: So, yeah. What are you up to these days? What's the plan? What's the long term plan? What what do you want to do sort of moving forward?
0: I've always wanted to be a coach even from a young age 18 19 I've I've always had a book I've had a book this this little black book of training sessions every time I I've been involved in a good training session with a manager I always write it down put it down in my book and I've still got it now so tactically I love the tactical side I love I love the the planning of sessions the the way you want to play um so I'm just doing that now I'm, I'm at Western Supermare I'm a, I'm a player assistant there um Loving, loving it, absolutely loving the manager who's there. I was with him at Forest Green. He was a youth team manager at Forest Green and we worked together at Forest Green for two years. And we get along really well. And he's teaching me so much. He's given me jobs to do and teaching me, explaining why he makes certain decisions and yeah. with the board and with the fans and everything. You know, just not on the pitch, but off the pitch. Yeah. Um, and I can still play at a good standard, really enjoying it. Um, 20 minutes from my home. And then I also work at a school called Millfield just down the road, independent school. Um, and I'm first team coach there, manager, coach manager. So, you know, I can, I plan training, I do everything there and then I can practice the sessions I do with them and I can take it into Western. So it's brilliant. Yeah. And it's like I'm at a pro a pro football club. So we train every day at Millfield and then we train on a Tuesday night, Thursday night and play on a Saturday with Western. So
1: yeah.
0: As as you've heard, you've heard many, many times coming out of the pro game, it's missing that day-to-day routine of football. Yeah, yeah. But with Millfield and Weston, I'm still like a pro, but I'm just coaching. So I've still got that... that, Still got that daily interaction. Yeah, Yeah, it's brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. Um, And I'm really lucky. Really good school. Really good club with Weston. Just need COVID to go away.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, Just the last sort of few quick-fire questions, if you will. What what was your best moment from your time at North End?
0: Obviously, United. Yeah. It's got to be out there, but... Just the playoff final as well, you know that that whole as I've just mentioned there before, my whole drive and was to get back to the championship and to achieve that was a massive moment in my career. Yeah, um, in my head and my just to go, I've done it. I've done what I set out to do. You know, I maybe I should have set another goal, another target, another mountain to climb. Um, but yeah, those two moments really that that Preston game, uh, the Man United game, sorry, and then um, yeah, the, the 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 final.
1: Um. Who was the best player you played with in the end?
0: Um, Gardens, probably. Uh, and Galley, probably Paul Galley going to Gardens. My job, the gaffer, Simon Grayson, said to me, Larry, get the ball, pass it to Galley, and overlap him. He said, You're not going to get it back, but you're going to take his man away so he can cut in, and then right foot cross it in the Gardens. That's all we did. Yeah. Literally, give it the Galley. I would overlap him, take his marker away. He'd cut back onto his right foot, cross it goal. <laughs> and every now and again every now and again he'd slip me in down the side for a cross or a shot. So he, you know he's that. a game, in it? Football. Yeah, it, brilliant. That was all my job. And he made it simple and it, it worked. It worked every single time. Because you, you know if you give the ball to Galley, he's gonna do something with it. So yeah, yeah he was quite his quality is
1: second to none yeah, He's it? brilliant.
0: He's brilliant. So and he's a really good guy as well. Really he still sends me his guitar videos and singing now. Just what do you think <laughs> of this, Lear? do You think I'm good? i was like, Yeah, Galley, you've got to go on X Factor mate. Oh God. <laughs> but no guards as well, you know, because Garns, he would if he wasn't gonna head, if he wasn't gonna win the ball, he'll head the back of your head. He'll he'll leave something on you. You know yeah. he was he always was making it difficult. Always, you know, he was yeah. a pain in the ass. Even in training, he was. He's a goal scorer. So yeah, Garns, I loved him to bits. I, I, I
1: never forget something you told me about Garns when um, I think you came to watch, um, Ryan and Steve's team or Steve's yes. team uh, yeah. up at UCLAN. Yeah, yeah. And I remember talking to you about Joe and and. Something that just always sticks to my mind. You said he's he's one of the nicest lads off the pitch, but as soon as he crosses that white line, he turns into the biggest. you yeah. know what I mean. Yeah. And, and, yeah,
0: I thought I was bad. I thought I was like that, but he's worse than me. Yeah, he, he's. I, I always say to defenders like defenders start winding him up, and I'm like, no, 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 don't wind him up because that yeah. gets him going. Like if anything, you want to be nice to him.
1: Like like getting like, uh, like getting a gremlin wet.
0: Yeah, don't do it. I'm like, I i I tell defenders like you're gonna regret that after the game. He's like, No, I'll get in his head. I'm like, No, you regret it. I said, Be nice to him. Nah, why would I do that? I said, You wind him up, you will you'll get the best out of him.
1: Yeah. I don't I don't suppose winding him up or not, any defenders really sort of came off thinking, Oh, I've had an easy game against Joe today.
0: No, 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 exactly. Um, Even if he didn't score, he'd make it hard for you. Yeah,
1: exactly. Best player you played against?
0: Uh in my time at Preston. Yeah. Um, probably probably Valencia he was just rock solid he was just he, and Dariqua, he was good DeRicua Oh yeah. Yeah, he was good. yeah yeah very good um, yeah he was decent but Valencia he was just solid I remember like him running me down the line and, I was, and in league one you can get your arm across him and like feed them out and just like feel them out and out just out muscle them a little bit but he was like I put my arm against him I thought I, gonna, I, thought I broke my forearm <laughs> Jesus. he was like he was like a wall absolute solid he was um, and just quick, you know, from like standing still to sprinting.
1: Yeah. He didn't look rapid. it, did he?
0: Nah, he was just gone. You know, you know, you know it as well. As a defender, you're thinking, he's going to do me yeah. I can't do anything about it. He's just going yeah. to knock it and run, but you can't do anything about it. Um, um, so he was good. Yeah. And Diriqua.
1: Who, Who in your career then, other than just at North End?
0: Um, I get asked the question a lot. I was lucky to play against Real Madrid, to play against Guti. Bloody hell. In a pre-season friendly, he was he was incredible. He just sat in the centre circle, didn't move in the centre circle and dictated the game. Where
1: were you where his, were you at that?
0: I was at Plymouth then.
1: Plymouth played uh, Real? Yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah, Is weird, it? weird. Ian Holloway, yeah, we played... We we got, We go. always used to go to Austria on pre-season tour and that year Real Madrid wanted to stay in the same hotel as us. I think I've so heard they, this from someone yeah, else. So they said, right, you move hotels, we'll pay for your new hotel and we'll give you a friendly out there. I'll so tell you like, who it oh, was. Okay.
1: Um... John Parkin when he was at Stoke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The same yeah. thing happened to Stoke when they went, mm. I think it was yeah. Austria again.
0: Yeah. Because they like saying that certain hotel and we had it. So they said, right, move. We'll pay for it and we'll give you a friendly. And we are like, yeah, okay, no bother. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Not going to turn that down. But he was
0: blonde. He was tanned. He had his little Alice band in. He had yeah. his socks over his knees. He had his tape and he was just a beautiful man but an unbelievable football player.
1: Yeah.
0: Fabregas was very good as well. He was decent. Um, but if we're talking about our level-ish, Probably Matt Loudon when he was at Sheffield United. He's now at Burnley.
1: Yeah.
0: Played against him when he was at Sheffield United. Um, I talk about me being that attacking fullback and taking my man the other way. That was probably one of the only games where I couldn't attack.
1: Yeah.
0: He just pinned me back. He just pinned me back. And usually I was the one dictating as a fullback. Like I would push him back, but I literally couldn't get out. Couldn't get out because he was just pinning me back.
1: Do you think that was your USP, if you will? The fact that you were such an attacking fullback—that yeah, yeah, that's what opposition I was well teams didn't know really what to do with you.
0: Yeah, definitely, that's what I was really known for. That um With Wesley, Stephen, and Janet Preston, at some point we would play four at the back. I play on the left, obviously, back, and then we'd play like three in midfield or four in midfield, but like no left winger.
1: Yeah, and almost like say, um, an asymmetric system. Yeah, yeah,
0: and you say, Larry, that's that's your." That left side is yours, and I would literally have the whole left side on my own. I'd mark two players. and I could do it It'd be fine because I used to like be in between and I'd be sharp. I'd be quick. I'd be. I could read the game. Yes, yeah. um, and that's before I broke my leg, and I was like, that's when I was on it, you know. And people were really interested in me. So, yeah, I just, yeah, I had this knack of just attacking, and people couldn't. I remember, I just remember wing backs and wingers saying, Larry, will you stop running? I'm like, stop it! Like, <laughs> I have to keep chasing you."
1: I bet at that point you know you've got them then, don't yeah, you? Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, exactly.
1: Um, if you could go back and give yourself some advice while you're at North End what would it be?
0: Um, sign the contract <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, if I go back and give myself some advice probably be um, believe in yourself more I I didn't think that I was well thought of and but when I look back at my time I did three years and broke my leg and played over 100 games so I must have been well thought of by Grayson and I spoke to him afterwards and I said you never really like gave me any praise ever. Like when I scored or did well, you never praised me, but like you'd always praise everybody else. Not that I'm looking for praise because yeah, I, yeah. I, I needed a rocket up my ass to get me going. But he was like, he said, you weren't that type of player. You were a type of player who just, I let you go. You don't need, you don't need to be told good or bad. Just, I just let you ca- crack on. Yeah. Because you just got on with it. And I was like, oh yeah, see your point. And he said, how many games did you play under me? I said about 80, 80 plus. And he went, Exactly. He said, I, I liked you. so you wouldn't have played 80 games for me in two seasons if I didn't like you. Yeah. And I was yeah, like, yeah. yeah, fair play. Fair enough. Pretty
1: self-explanatory when <laughs> yeah, you put it that way. Yeah. not it?
0: Yeah, exactly. So I think if I had to go back, probably, yeah, believe myself more that I was, I was good enough to be there.
1: Um, have you got any sort of memories that stick with you or any stories, dressing room memories, training or anything like that that sort of you look back on fondly that maybe aren't so well-known?
0: Um I really enjoyed my time at Jacko when when in my rehab yeah. we used to do loads of little assault courses we'd make up assault courses in the in the big gym area
1: um
0: uh I remember one day in pre-season with when Wesley was in charge that first season we were going to camp out overnight in the, on the training ground. <laughs> we did it in the end um but we had jerry cans carrying jerry cans around and stretching we had a stretcher with lads on it had to take turns of carrying around the training ground um most of the time just um messing about really gardens being a being an idiot or or ga- or galley being an idiot um john messenio doing impressions it was just a really good it was a really good bunch again really yeah. good bunch we got along really well the card score we had there we were always playing cards at every opportunity um but no oh we, we got really good at darts we were thinking about becoming really good but getting into the getting into a league around there as well we literally were coming mega early before training or stay after training just playing darts. Me, Galley, um, a few others, like all, Kingy, playing yeah. darts all the time. So, yeah, I can't really remember any, anything controversial. Um, we were quite a nice bunch, really. Yeah. <laughs> we, weren't, we didn't really have any any idiots, really. Because um, some of the stories, I listened to Parky and stuff like that and some of the, the players they had then, you know, they had some absolute wild, some cannons, didn't they? Yeah, um, yeah. So we didn't really have any cannons, so to speak, or any idiots. Or or actually um Jeffrey Monacana being or is it Jeffrey was it Jeffrey Monacana or was it um uh bloody hell, what was his name? He's at he's at Cambridge now. Oh he was at Carlisle um
1: oh um David Amu.
0: David Amu, yeah 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 they had a bit of a set two on the training pitch and Graham Wesley made them stand in the corner on their heads do a headstand <laughs> 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 like little naughty school children standing yeah. in the corner with their hands on their head and then they, they kept turning around and like still biting back so we made them stand on their heads to do a headstand
1: <laughs> um, Last one then if you could put a five aside together of people that you've played with either in your career or just at North End I'll let you decide who would it be?
0: Um, I'd probably have, I'd, do, I'd do the North End one because um, that would be easier because I've been lucky to play some really good players I could be here all night with everyone i played with but at Preston i probably have um, big Stuckey in goal, not just because he's my best mate, but in a five-a-side goal, you're not scoring past him, are you? To be honest, no. he's massive. Yeah. Um, then I'd probably have um, Welshie in there because he just did everything, mopped everything up. Garan's up front because uh, he's just an absolute scorer, an absolute um, head case, would make everything hard for opposition. And I'd probably have someone like, um, i have Gally. Gally just unlock a door. Um, with his passing and shooting range. And then probably someone like Jack King. You know, he didn't get enough credit, King. He didn't play in the football league long enough. Um, he played non league to his 27, but King, he could play in any position yeah. um, and make it look easy. And he was massive. You know, he was obviously he had his tattoos. He was big. He was muscly, but he was a nice, really, really nice bloke. Yeah.
1: yeah.
0: Um, so, and his banter was really good. So I'll probably have him in there for banter as well but I forget like, Keith Keane how good he was you know his injury killed him but he was brilliant Keeno, one of the best players I played with yeah um, Clark he came in um, what a leader he was um, Bex what oh, Bex oh my god how do I get him in can I have a sub <laughs> <laughs> you know he was what a player he was he was incredible um, so yeah I, I was, we're very very lucky to play at some, with some really really good players at, at um, Preston but yeah i probably go Stucky in goal um, Kingy Welshy Garnes and Galley.
1: Oh yeah, it's not a bad five-a-side team. Yeah, not bad. I thought you said that one was going to be easy as well.
0: Yeah, no, it wasn't actually. <laughs> when I thought about it, <laughs> I'll probably think um, of more later and I have to text you.
1: Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. No. I've, unless you've got anything that you want to want to finish on, then I, I'm I'm done.
0: No, thanks for having me on. Absolutely enjoyed it. I love loved every single minute of my time at Preston, and they one of the probably if the the first team I check on my on my phone when I when I get out. Um, they're on my flash scores starred up so they, yeah, yeah. every time you know, they're straight up they come up so
1: well you have know day... a lot of the lads there at the minute anyway, yeah I exactly
0: reckon. DJ Allen you know um, um, Ben um, Declan you know all of them so I hope that I really do hope that they can um, get it to the promised land and give it a go because the club that you guys deserve it. the club deserves it you know just have a crack at it and see, see if they can have a go at the Premier League but um, yeah. one day hopefully um, but yeah, they'll, they'll be fine they just gotta, just gotta keep going
1: Uh, Yeah, cheers Scott, thank you very much, much appreciated. Nice one.